Hi there, I'm Eleanor and welcome to the Click and Go Travel Podcast. Each week we're covering a new destination across Sun City, Cruise, USA, Worldwide and Camping Holidays. Today we're talking about a topic close to many people's hearts, what to do with their pets while they go on holidays. of Irish pet owners consider their furry friend part of the family and more than 50% of people said that they would find it harder to leave their dog or their cat for a week than their family member or partner because they can easily FaceTime or Skype or text or call their their family or partner on the phone. So it's no surprise that pets are a huge consideration for their owners when booking holidays. In preparing for this podcast, I asked my friends what they do with their dogs when it comes to holidays and they said they're either left with the neighbour or family or someone has to stay at home. Similarly with my aunt, someone always stays at home to mind the cat and the dog. So people get left out of holiday experiences by having to stay at home. So to delve into all things pets and holidays, I'm joined by Alan Gallagher, head nurse and clinic manager at Village Vets in Coolock. And Kate McQuinlan, co-owner of Pet Sitters Ireland and host of Love Your Pets radio podcast. Stephen couldn't be here today, so we have a clicky debut. Our lovely executive PA and dog owner, Lara, is taking the co-host chair. So welcome, everybody. So Thank to you. maybe start off, uh, Kate and Alan, could you maybe run us through your businesses, what it involves? Yeah, um, I'm, as you said, the co-owner of Pet Sitters Ireland. We take care of pets, uh, people's pets in their own home. And we also provide dog walking services and we do a wedding service. So if you get married, you can have your dog there for your special day. Very good. And Alan? Uh, my name's Alan Gallagher and I'm a clinic manager at Coolock Vets. Uh, Village Vets have 10 practices across uh, north, um, south of Dublin and also in Meath. And we also have a kennel called Black Hall Kennels in Dunboyne and County Meath. Very nice. And I suppose... To start off with the pets and holidays, you obviously both are in contact with pet owners regularly. So what would be the main concerns that you'd hear from pet owners before they'd... Yeah, I think when we're talking to pet owners, they just do care just about their pets. That is their biggest worry. Are they going to be okay? Are they going to miss them? Um, is everybody everything going to be all right? That's the, the main concern, I think. It's not down to cost or anything like that. It's just their pets. They love them. And how about you? Did, do you hear anything from we, pet owners? Yeah, we get a lot of clients coming in wanting to know which is the best situation for them, whether they get a pet sitter into their own home to look mm. after them. Uh, do they leave food with them throughout their stay? But we normally don't recommend that. Or do we know of any boarding kennels um, that we would um, like them to go to that we've heard about? Would there be any difference there with kind of questionings or what do they look for when they're approaching you guys? So like normally they would ask us about vaccination. So we would always recommend if they're going into kennels, they go look at the kennels before, maybe mm. leave them overnight, see how they get on and don't. Because if they're going away for a week, like you don't want them to go for a week and then being worried and mm. they're not eating their food or anything like that. Well, make sure you go to a kennels or a cattery that accepts and... Uh, only to take in animals that are fully vaccinated because if they don't then you're literally putting your dog in with other ones they could pick up lepto there's many different disease diseases that they can get so we would definitely recommend to send them somewhere and make sure that you go look at the place first before you actually um, decide very good and um what about for pet sitters i think that's a great point people need to check out what they want to do before they go i think 
the biggest thing for us is like don't make a decision based on something you're not sure about because mm-hmm. you're just going to worry about your pets when you go away and I think different pets do better in different situations like I know our dogs just wouldn't like kennels because they're too spoiled <laughs> um, but some dogs don't like to be home alone either mm. so kennels can be better for them um, so it's, it's a good idea to check out who you're using uh, make sure they have insurance, all that kind of stuff. And ma- just make sure it's a good match for you and your pets because you don't want to be on holiday worrying. That's mm. the worst thing. I know one of my friends, she has um, a huge dog and they often bring him into the kennel, say if they're on work trips or going on holidays. And after a while, it turned out that he had a little girlfriend oh, wow. at the kennel <laughs> and absolutely loved when he so was getting dropped off. There. Yeah. <laughs> he was delighted any time he was bundled into the car to go off no to the No looking kennels. back. No. <laughs> Yeah, you can go and enjoy Holly, I'll enjoy mine. (laughs) Exactly. Absolutely loved it. Um, And like with kennels and with pet pet sitters, would activities and actual time with the animal and playing with the pet be a big factor? Yeah, what we're trying to do is just replicate your normal routine. Mm. So if you normally take your dog out in the morning at nine o'clock, that's what we do. If you normally feed them midday, that's what we do. So it's trying to keep things the same as before. So the more you tell us about what you do in terms of play and activities and things like that, the closer it can be um, and less disruptive for your pets, definitely. And at the kennels... Yeah, within the kennels, we would recommend that they would have an outdoor space so that mm. there would be someone on the premises at all times. That there would be, a, yeah, that there would be a good run that they could have a run. They go for walks three to four times a day, and there is going to be someone there constantly monitoring your pets, and they're not going to be gone like come back in the morning, go in the evening. So, mm. um, Black Hall, they are there throughout the. The right whole day with them and you don't want a kennel that's too big because they won't get the correct amount of time um, and it's not based on profit it's based on how well your pet is looked after mm, definitely and if people just ask neighbours or family to mind their pets what should they be wary of in terms of I suppose exercise food medication anything yeah, like what that we, what we tend to find is when friends and family do stuff is they over treat sometimes mm. because they're perhaps thinking oh I feel sorry for the dog because it's all on its own I'll give it some extra treats or maybe they don't stick to the normal routine they don't realize that you know maybe they have injections at nine in the morning and they need to be there so mm. that can be something you need to be wary of obviously friends and family are great though you know they're free <laughs> maybe you have to bring <laughs> them a gift or something um, but it can cause problems and sometimes people don't want to be put upon we get a lot of calls from people who are those family members that are trying to find out more about the service so they can tell their family hey use these guys <laughs> might so, be a bit of a yeah, relief <laughs> exactly because you know it is a commitment especially with dogs you know you may be going in two or three times a day so it's, it's a big ask from someone I think mm, definitely and what about if people choose to bring their pets on holidays what what would that involve I know on Ryanair is pretty much the only airline that doesn't allow pets so of we, any form in and either the you can't even put them in the hole. not even oh, in the hole. I didn't no. know that yeah. I've never looked yeah. into it but I didn't know that yeah. and there you go now you know. Oh, oh, well, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't want to put them in the hold anyway but I didn't know that you couldn't I assumed you could at every airline but. well we like we would definitely recommend if you have any inkling that you're going to go on holidays and you're going to bring your pet, mm. look into it straight away because for some countries like Australia, um, if you're planning on moving abroad, then it can take up to nine months to get all that paperwork oh, really? uh, set in set in stone wow. and get blood tests, get blood tests, vaccinations. So we always. Uh, 
request the owner to which whoever they're flying with whoever they're traveling with always check with the country that they're going to because there's a set regime set in place for each country wow nine months that's mm-hmm. seriously I think as well, time. if you're taking your pet on holiday you need to make sure there's pet friendly places yeah there. definitely because yeah. <clears throat> if you look at ireland it's not particularly pet not friendly yeah mm-hmm. we we found that last year um, <coughs> we we just went down the country for a couple of days mm-hmm. thinking that it'd be no problem actually down the country and we got we had an awful lot of trouble i hadn't planned in advance it was my own fault but um <laughs> yeah i mean we, we really struggled an to find opener. accommodation yeah it was an absolute eye opener yeah now it's getting better it is because i'm linked into different places like you know that, that mm. so they can tell you updates about where who's taking them now or whatever but then there might only be one or two rooms in a hotel that are taking them so they might already yeah. be booked, booked up, up yeah, yeah. yeah. What we find as well as people get there and maybe they've said yeah dog friendly but it's for small dogs only yeah, yeah that's, that's, or you can't have them mm-hmm. in certain areas of the hotel so it's kind of half dog friendly that's my gripe really. because we have a very big dog and yeah. so i don't get the difference so i get quite upset with people i'm like and he's really really gentle i mean he's huge he's a german shepherd mm. cross golden retriever but oh, he's yeah. um the softest thing on the planet and makes no noise doesn't bark doesn't do anything and yet he's the dog Still. that's penalized yeah, yeah. <laughs> i get really upset <laughs> really about it i'm like if you met him just give me a chance you know yeah. just yeah. let me skype you with him i'll show you he sits gives a point doesn't bark everything yeah and he's really quiet he doesn't bark you know but yeah but yet they'll take little dogs so I don't understand that because you know what's the difference in a little dog and a big dog I think people associate big dogs with maybe they're going to be boisterous and running around all over the place but totally not it's totally not and big dogs can be quieter than little dogs and this is absolutely my point yeah yeah and from your experience abroad like from trying to find have you ever tried to find places that would allow pets in is it harder to find we don't really look at anything abroad from my own experience yeah. I was in America the last couple of years and it's just so dog friendly over there oh really like coffee shops restaurants bars and Europe's very dog friendly yeah we're quite, really we're quite we're very very yeah. behind yeah we yeah, really we need to catch up actually like my aunt <laughs> in London could bring her she had a 19 year old uh, Sheltie cross and on the bus the whole time yeah. 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 and not a problem everyone's like oh the dog's so cute like you know yeah. but here you can't even bring them on I think trains oh, and they have to be in a carrier yeah uh, going but yeah yeah, you kind of get strange looks over it. We lived in the UK, so we got our yeah. dog. We just moved back last year, and the difference for us coming home it was re- it was it was actually a factor moving home. We kind of thought about it because we knew they weren't mm. as, as dog friendly over mm-hmm. here. We were able to bring him everywhere at weekends. We could go out, and he came with us. You know? He came with us, to the yeah. pub, you know. Yes. But it was and it was just normal, and that was what he did. And he sat in his little corner with us, and he was happy out. So having to come home and having to leave him at home. It's heartbreaking because yeah. he actually sits there with the eyes, you know, just oh, looking at us going, no, what are you doing? I used to always come with yeah. you. I hate this place. Am I being punished you know? for something? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you're, you, you hear yourself explaining, you're like, I'm explaining you to a dog. You nearly stop yourself going <laughs> yeah. out then because Well, we you're, did for the first one yeah. when we got home. We really didn't do any, you know, do, go out as much because of it because mm. we really had to try and get him used to it. And it's like, it's really debilitating sometimes, you know. And I would love to be able to bring him with us, you know, mm. no problem. There are a couple of places around. They are around. getting better. Like they there's are one in Hope better. for a, yeah. a yeah. puppy one. Then there is the cat uh, yeah. inside the city centre. Yeah, so the cat restaurant and stuff. Oh, yeah, so, okay. Yeah. Well, I know Walches and Stony Better also allow dogs. And okay. the Gravedigger is there. Um, I think it's it's Gravedigger is just by Glasnevin Cemetery. They mm. allow them as well because we brought them there. But they're few and far between. I think mm. some of them as well now are saying they're dog friendly, but they're not they're fully. Not. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. maybe got a bowl of water down yeah. or something. Yeah. So <laughs> you can sit I think it's worth checking before you go. 
yeah. He can yeah. chill with the smokers. He can chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill out there. Yeah, they do. I have made that phone call a couple of times, and yeah. it's been, you know, it says you're dog friendly, and they're like, oh well, yeah. What's what is your dog? And the minute I say German Shepherd, it's like, oh yeah. no, sorry, you know. And I'm like, okay, you know. He's medium. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to yeah. just go. You know, he's very gentle before I say the, the you know, his breed anymore because it's easier. But yeah, it's yeah, it is kind of annoying. I want Ireland to catch up <laughs> fast. Hopefully. Well. I think there's yeah. enough people that do, you know. Yeah. I think there yeah. will be changes for sure. Yeah. And yeah. from like the stats of how many pet pet owners consider their uh, their dog or yeah. cat or whatever they have part of the family surely will catch up. I think people love their pets more than they do their family members. Oh, yes. Lara has a motto. Sure. <laughs> My motto is animals before people. <laughs> I think you can write sometimes, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's just how it goes. I, that's and I have a couple of friends like that. To be fair, so I'm not. No, I'm not alone in that in that thought well, process. Well, a lot of people, it's it's their kids, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't have family that's, close by, yeah, that's or exactly they've chosen not to have children, and that's their yeah. family. Yeah. You know, so you wouldn't just leave your kids anywhere. Exactly. You? Yeah, this is my point to people. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up. Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah, this is my baby. So, you know, mm. I want him to be able to go wherever I can. You know, I'm lucky enough that my family are all, you know, most of my family and friends absolutely adore him and uh, like dogs as well. So I can take him a lot of places when I'm just going to other people's houses. It's great. But yeah, it's the going out thing that's not the best. Yeah, anywhere that isn't home or friends' houses. <laughs> Say that again. Anywhere that isn't home or friends or family yeah, places. Yeah, exactly. Is a little bit more difficult, you mm. know, and it makes you think, you know, more about it. You know, it's easier in the summer, obviously, because you can sit outside. A lot of places will let you know problem yeah. and they'll just say, oh, you can sit outside. But, you know, and that's fine. I don't mind that. But, yeah, it's going to be in There's actually bit. more and more dog parks as well. There's some quite nice there ones are. in Dublin. Yeah, yeah, there mm. are. And I'm learning about them now, which is great. You know, some, there are some great places around, mm. you know, so we can't knock that as well. There are some and they are getting better. But, yeah, I just you know, say Nance Park have a little, uh, Park, well, yeah. not little, but it's mm. an enclosed area where you can even dog run free and yeah. yeah they're really nice park, aren't they? so. and they're actually well maintained as well yeah, well looked yeah. after so yeah and just a lot of people would have um like rescue dogs or dogs from the ispca or cats do they do cats as well i'm not sure but um would there be any issues either with kennels or with you guys uh like the dog or cat's temperament when you go I to pets because yeah. i know my aunt got a, a rescue cat and my god it was so jumpy for the first year and a half two years with anyone who wasn't seeing on a daily basis even now it doesn't still fully like the look of me (laughs) (laughs) i think that's where you have to kind of judge what your animals are like um i know mine are both rescues aside from being spoiled i can't imagine them putting back in a kennel situation Mm. considering that's kind of where they came out of um and a lot of cats don't really like being transported and stuff Mm. like that but it, it really depends on your animal. Like I think looking at their personality, what they're like, what they're used to. Are they used to being on their own a lot or are they always with you? Mm. I mean, you'd be surprised how many people don't actually ever leave their pets. Mm. You know, there's always somebody with yeah. them. So yeah, rescues are also different. It's very hard to say, mm. you know, and testing them out, like you were saying, you know, maybe doing a trial. We do a lot of things where we do a few dog walks and stuff to get used to us mm. before they go away on holiday or maybe they'll have a trial overnight or something. Yeah. Um, to get them used to the situation. Um, in some ways, I think cats are easier than dogs. They kind of adapt a little bit better. They look after themselves. Really, yeah, and they? cats yeah, kind of take you, leave you anyway. Yeah, yeah. 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 whereas <laughs> you know? dogs are needy. Yeah, yeah. whereas yeah. dogs, you really need to create that relationship so you yeah. can take them out for walks and things. Mm. Whereas cats will just hide behind the sofa and kind of yeah. go, well, I'm not bothering with you today. <laughs> <laughs> Until I want some food. Yeah, once yeah. there's food, they're, they're yeah. happy. Like. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, what we advise people to do is just, you know, think about what your situation is and what best matches, you know, your pets. 
and that's important. It also depends, like if your dog's a diabetic, so someone mm-hmm. has to yeah. be there like twice a day to give insulin. Uh, they're on, they're in a schedule, so they have to be given insulin yeah. in the morning at the yeah. same time, be fed, bring out for walks, like you know, for their bladder yeah. and stuff like that. So you really need someone that can make sure they can give the insulin injection because there's no point leaving them with someone, a family member who's afraid to give the injection. Yeah, yeah not then, a hope I'd be giving an injection yeah. to so human just, or animal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you just have to be cautious of who you leave minding your pet and make yeah. sure that it's given the correct care while you're away. Yeah, definitely. I didn't even think of something like that. Mm-hmm. The daily medication would be... There's actually a lot months. more pets than you think that require medication mm-hmm. and especially cats with the insulin mm-hmm. as well. Insulin, yeah. Yeah, it's becoming quite common. Mm-hmm. Thyroid cats, yeah, you name it, skin care, yeah, steroids, yeah. Wow, a whole whole world, that's a whole new world. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God your dog's okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's hoping he stays that way, yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's crazy. Fingers crossed. Um, And is there anything else that people should consider when, when looking at holidays and instead of leaving their beloved pet with a family member or neighbour as I to why they should look at professional planning care. in advance so many people leave things like till the last minute I don't know if you find that too mm-hmm. with kennels and stuff like planning ahead you know if mm. you're booking your holiday you should be starting to think about what your options are now for your pet care mm. so you have the right thing in place you know we get a lot of calls from people we're flying out tomorrow you know can you come and look after the dog it doesn't give you any time to get to know the pet see what their routine is make sure they're comfortable with everything so yeah definitely planning in advance and making sure you know who the person is um you know don't just kind of look for something that's cheap that you think is going to be okay mm. make sure it's you know reputable make an place. investment yeah make sure it's a reputable place that you've seen good reviews that there's someone you can contact while you're away you know you don't want to be on a beach and you can't get hold of whoever's caring for your pet because mm. you're going to be terrified in that situation and with, I suppose you'd have a lot of people who will be doing the pet sitting, wouldn't mm-hmm. just be yourself and your husband. How do you vet the people? There isn't, you can't get guard vetting for pet care professionals. Um, guard vetting is reserved for people or who work with kiddies. vulnerable animals and children, yeah. Um, so all you can really do is do references, interviews, mm. and ultimately, you know, you're meeting this person as a pet owner and, you know, you need to feel comfortable with them yourself. So, mm. you know, you can do as much as you can to check people out, but unfortunately, we have tried several times, you just can't get guard vetting. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, some people would come with guard vetting, maybe if they've worked in kind of other places with yeah. kids and yeah, stuff like that. Kind of situations yeah, yeah, there's quite a few it, people yeah. that would already have it, but yeah. it's not something you can say, "Oh, I want to get this for uh, somebody who's walking dogs or feeding pets." And are there certain um, certifications or kind of health and safety style standards that people should be wary of for pet care? Not really for pet sitting and dog walking. We have our own standards that we work to. Yeah. Um, we do our own checks and things like that. I think the biggest thing, though, when you're asking someone to take care of your pets is that they're an animal lover. Mm. You know, mm. it really, really is that it's not just something they're doing to make a few quid at the weekend, that it is that they have a genuine love for animals mm. you know, and they care about taking care of them and that they're responsible and are going to turn up yeah. and make sure that, like things. you were saying, injections are given mm. at the right times and it's not all kind of blasé and doesn't matter that it's a serious thing that they're doing. We have a cat hotel in our Dunshockland. Glam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's run by nurses and vets. Oh, so wow. if anyone's concerned that with regards to injections or anything mm. like that, we are there 
to help them out like we have a cool one as well and but it is run by vets and vet nurses so if anyone's concerned and they wanted the best care then drop them in to give us a call at village vets and have you um have you ever experienced family members or neighbors who are left with animals that need injections suddenly ringing in Thank a panic God. no <laughs> <laughs> we do get a lot of people coming in and we always say when they're booking in make sure your vaccines are up to date they yeah. have to have the first vaccine second vaccine but they can't go into a carrier until two weeks after the second vaccine mm. but we often get clients that come to us and they're like yeah i'm dropping off and we're like have you got the vaccination records and they're like no <laughs> and then we actually can't take them because they can pass on viruses to other cats so yeah. we are quite strict on that and unfortunately it is down to the pet owner at the end of the day and they must have all their records in place mm. for them yeah, I think you have to be strict though don't yeah. you You know, because yeah. would I wouldn't be. want my cat to be there and you've let another yeah. cat in that's not vaccinated where that cat could yeah. catch something from yeah. that cat yeah. so we yeah. when if you're good to get the vaccines yourself then yeah. why would you put another cat at risk, at yeah. risk yeah. for Absolutely. for that one cat so mm. and it also means if we were to means deep cleaning of our whole carriage we would have to share a cattery for quite some time so mm. um, yeah unfortunately anyone that comes Everything to us we to have to decline them so. I don't think people realise the, the real significance sometimes of, mm-hmm. of vaccinations yeah. not just for their pets but for other, other people's pets, pets. yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, pet. he'll be fine. She'll be <laughs> yeah. fine. Sorry, we can't. Like, yeah. yeah, sorry, no. Yeah. Denied. <laughs> wow. And um, what about would you guys? I suppose you'd look for similar. Make sure all we animals don't are because vaccinated. we don't mix animals. Oh, you don't. It's no, just pure so we don't animal. even walk uh, dogs with other clients' dogs. Okay. It's all just in the home. One dog at a time. One. Yeah, one dog at a time. Unless there's two dogs in the same house. Um, so we don't mix pets. So, oh, okay, great. you know, we would be an advocate of, yeah, you should have your injections, but it's not a requirement because they're not leaving the home. Okay, you know, great. So your cat's staying at home in well, their own environment. And um, it, I know you guys have your 10 vets and your kennels and your cat, or mm-hmm. cat hotels. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bob, how wide is your network yeah, for pets? Yeah, we cover all of Ireland, all of the south. Um, and we have franchisees up in Dublin and to Cork and out in Wicklow. So. Oh, brilliant. So yeah. a full network. Yeah, yeah. So uh, obviously the other areas, you know, we are selling as franchises eventually and we cover those areas ourselves at the moment. Brilliant. Brilliant. Right, I can't think of anything else. Dog, cat, ferret or small animals. Like we could talk about <laughs> small animals, rabbits and Rabbit. guinea pigs, hamsters again. Make sure you have someone that's going to be well able to, to look after them, to clean them out. And Actually, yeah, we do a lot of rabbit sitting. Yeah. It's really popular. They're, ve- they're getting very yeah. common. What rabbits. does um, rabbit sitting involve? Well, it's just people <laughs> who just have rabbits. Because um, you're not really taking them out for a walk. Well, no, but there's quite a routine with them because you are going in the morning and the evening mm-hmm. because a lot of people let them out in the morning and put them back to bed at night okay i suppose they don't want them out at night foxes and stuff yeah and then there's a whole cleaning and feeding you know they have their normal kind of food and then they have like treats like Mm. carrots and veg and all that Mm. and cleaning them out so it's a little bit more than just you think really (laughs) more work than with a dog yeah Yeah. they can they can (laughs) actually get quite stressed as well rabbit so like and they can actually go into gut stasis as well and when they do that and they don't eat then it is quite serious and we would recommend to bring the the rabbit your rabbit to like the closest oh uh, vets possible because it's actually life threatening for the rabbit oh so wow. be cautious of that as well. yeah I think people just think it's just like a rabbit don't they and there's nothing to it they're fluffy no fluffy and cute but just yeah, because someone's pet, pet it's just the same as a dog you know yeah. we have gerbils and guinea pigs and all sorts oh, that's yeah oh I, I would have thought it was more just 
I don't know. When I think pets, I mostly just think of dogs and cats. Yeah, I suppose the main, the main two. Yeah, as opposed to the small. A lot ones. of people, there isn't that much option for rabbit care or guinea pig care. You know, the smaller animals as well. So, wow. you can't forget them. No, <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, fish. And fish, yeah. <laughs> do you do much fish? People sitting? tend to have. We, <laughs> also, people tend to have fish along with other pets. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, so kind of it's easy, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, exactly. Sprinkle yeah. of food. Yeah. <laughs> Not too much. Not too much, Not yeah. Too much, yeah. <laughs> I know, you'd always be worried. Or you could have your friend who goes in be like, I won't be back for three days, here you yeah, go, and you then go. you're yeah, that's unfortunately. The exactly, and a lot of people have really expensive fish, you yeah, know, tra- and the tra- tanks, tra- are, the fish in the tank are worth a lot of money, mm-hmm. so you have to be really careful that you're not overfeeding, underfeeding, or... Mm-hmm. The temperature is right and exactly. the electricity nice and doesn't go. And exactly. Yeah. It's a big responsibility, expensive fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, who would have thought it? No, I know. I can't even pet them. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> My niece just got a fish, got two fish and uh she kept wanting to take one out and hold it oh my God. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. she's quite the, she's not quite nice. uh, she's not quite big enough to understand now they'll yeah, uh, kind of die they're just for looking at they're pretty exactly just stand and look at the tank yeah that's great that's a huge amount of information i think for yeah absolutely pet owners considering their holidays and their options for their pets because and to enjoy your holiday while you're there too obviously yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you can get regular updates on how your dog cat exactly. gerbil rabbit goldfish is we doing oft- we often post them on Facebook so we always tell the clients oh, like, really? we post pictures of them if they well I work in Coolock so normally if you look up Village Vets Coolock you'll just see abundance of pictures of cats <laughs> in our catteries so. your dog will become a social media star <laughs> while you're on yeah. 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 I always tell them when I take pictures when I take a picture of a dog it's going to be famous and they're like yeah of course yeah. when can I start its modelling career <laughs> when I was researching um, earlier you did a Rose of Tralee style thing for yeah Nose of Tralee we do yeah. it oh. last year was the fifth year so this will be our sixth year this year so it's, it's similar to the Rose obviously a similar format and each year we crown the 32 finalists and then we have one overall winner it's huge it's so really? competitive really no, really no. is Everybody wants that so title. It's all so. It's all about show dogs. Obviously, they have to do. Do they have to no, do tricks and stuff, no, or what? No, way do we, what are we, what are we talking about here? <laughs> do they have to do their talent. They just <laughs> enter a picture, and then we have a series of judging online judging, and then we have a panel of judges that uh, pick the finalists, and they all get sashes, take their pictures no in the sashes. Way. Last year we yes. had an actual event in Dublin where they all came along. So yeah, it's fantastic. One of my old clients, I think, made the finalist oh, yeah. for Kia Mannix in oh, Cork. Oh, yes, yeah, I do so, know her, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my old clinic, so yeah. It's very, very competitive. Yeah, very. Yeah, it really is. It really <laughs> she is. was like, share, 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 like, 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 please. Yeah, I think when by the, the end mom of it, yeah. I think by the end of it, people are like, stop asking me to vote, but yeah, it's, it's hugely <laughs> popular. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's fun as well. It's nice. And I think what's nice about it is it's not just dogs. So we have all sorts. We've had pigs, horses. A horse was in the finals two years ago. Um, hamsters, all sorts been entered. It's brilliant. That's brilliant. Wow. Hilarious. From hamsters to horses. Yeah. <laughs> when does this take place? <laughs> <laughs> I'll start we taking start them. it yeah. around June time and then we crown the winner on the night <laughs> of the Rose of Tralee. <laughs> oh, really brilliant. Hilarious. Lara's already planning costumes yeah. for her dog. <laughs> I'm going to start thinking about this. We're going to start taking some really good photos. Exactly. I'm going to the beach tonight yeah. to take a few pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
What are you doing? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> People love sharing pictures of their pets. They really do. I'm always showing Rufus off. Yeah. Always. Like, look, oh, he's so gorgeous. <laughs> she was shocked that she hadn't shown me a picture before this. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, sure, do you've seen him? She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what happens. Well, that's great. Thanks so much for, Thanks for all the brilliant us. pet information. I'm sure anyone listening that has a pet will find it super useful. So that's it for this week on the podcast. Thanks to Alan, Kate and Lara. And as always, thank you for listening. We hope you've been enjoying the podcast and the destinations we've been covering. If you have any questions or suggestions, drop us an email at podcast at clickandgo.com. If you're looking for a holiday, go straight to clickandgo.com. And if you're looking for pet care or someone to mind your pet, look up Village Vets and Pet Sitters Ireland. If you've enjoyed this episode and all our previous episodes, please subscribe, rate it or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, share it and spread the word. So until our next one, goodbye.